Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. Today's episode is sponsored by my newest book, Extra Easy Keto, Seven Days to Ketogenic Weight Loss on a Low-Carb Diet, published by St. Martin's Press and Macmillan Audio. If you're kickstarting or restarting the keto diet, or maybe you just need a kick in the pants, well, Extra Easy Keto is perfect for you. I'll teach you how to make the keto diet easier, doable, and fun in just seven days' time. Order your copy or download the audiobook of Extra Easy Keto by Stephanie Laska today. So today's topic is keto-friendly muffin recipes. Keto-friendly muffin recipes. So just because you're losing weight on Dirty Lazy Keto, it doesn't mean you have to give up those familiar favorites like muffins, right? You want to continue to eat some of those comfort foods. Comfort like the softness of the blanket. Do you recognize what pattern this is? (laughs) This blanket is hilarious. It is a giant tortilla blanket. I know, isn't that horrible? They have them in bread too, but I got this giant tortilla blanket because it made me laugh and my son has it on his bed. But really, you know, just because we're losing weight doesn't mean we still don't want that comfort, right? And sometimes bread is a comfort, bready type foods, especially like muffins. So I understand and that's okay. I don't think you have to give it all up and like exile it and call it, you know, evil names. It's just a matter of, you know, changing how you make those kind of bready, uh, familiar comfort food products, making them sugar-free, making them low-carb, swapping out some of the ingredients, and then you can still be enjoying them, right? Um, That's how I did it. I've shared with you guys that I've lost 140 pounds, but it doesn't hurt to remind you that I was still wanting comfort foods along my journey. It's not like I woke up one day and I was like, okay, I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to just cut out all that crap and everything's going to be perfect. No, no, that is not how it works. (laughs) And I'm sorry I said crap if that offended you. But seriously, during my journey, I had to tweak my recipes and still learn to make, um, you know, recipes that would meet my craving. And this is an example today of how I did just that when it came to one of my favorite keto-friendly muffin recipes, which is called, do you know? It's called a a zucchini zoom zoom bread muffin. So delicious. And I enjoyed these in moderation and I was still able to lose weight. And I'm sure that you can too. So do you like muffins? Yes. Do you have a favorite muffin? Let's put it in the comments, please. So I know what your favorite is. Maybe it's not zucchini like mine, but maybe it's something else. So put it in the comments and let's spin the wheel and we're going to be picking a random person for a prize. Yay. Right? So make sure you're commenting very quickly. so dramatic. Now, I'm not going to be picking a winner this very second. I'm going to wait till the very end, and therefore, a lot of comments are generated, and then I'll be picking someone then. So you can slow your roll. Okay. So today's uh, winning prize will be a pot holder. How awesome is that? Because we're cooking and we're baking. So today's prize is going to be one of these awesome red, dirty, lazy keto um, oven mitts. They're very high quality, and they're perfect for baking 
and keeping yourself inspired. So yay for you if you're going to be the winner. Whoop, whoop. Are you laughing yet? <laughs> so I like muffins. I'm glad that you do too. And we're going to get started with today's recipe. Now this is from, if you happen to have a copy, it's, um, this recipe is from the Dirty Lazy Keto No Time to Cook cookbook, where every recipe here in the cookbook is made in, do you know, 30 minutes or less for the whole recipe. And that actually includes prep time, which is kind of, kind of fast if you think about it. So if you're just listening, you're not paying attention or watching the video, that's fine. I'm going to describe everything we do and I'll go into detail and tell you everything you need to know about the recipe, even if you don't have this book, which you could probably get from your library, by the way. And um, there's a lot of copies out there. It's even, um, you know, in every country of the world, which is super exciting. So there's always a way to do some low carb cooking and I'm going to get you started today. So I'll teach you everything, everything you need to know. Ready? So the recipe that we're making, this is the Zoom Zoom uh, zucchini bread, which is a muffin, a keto friendly muffin. It's going to serve 12 people. It's going to make 12 muffins and each is going to have one gram of net carb per muffin. Isn't that fabulous? One gram of net carb per muffin. That is amazing in my opinion. And that's hard to do, right? Like, what do you think a typical muffin has? Like, especially those big jumbo ones from Costco. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. But I'm betting it's a lot. You should put in the comments what you think your guess is, because I'm going to find out, and I'm going to put it in the comments, too. Um, so anyway, this recipe serves 12 people. It's one gram of net carb per muffin. Now, when you're thinking about this muffin recipe, though, just because it makes a dozen muffins, don't assume that I'm eating all 12 at once. I had a lady um, a couple days ago. She wrote me a letter, and she's like, how are you telling people in your cookbooks and on your videos to eat muffins and breads? But then other videos, you tell people to not eat those. And I'm like, I don't know if I exactly said that. What I'm trying to get across here is that you have to do you. Moderation for some is key. Others have to do little tricks like me, where maybe you take a Ziploc bag and you freeze each muffin individually. Um, you might only make the muffins on special occasions or once in a while or once a week. And for some, there's no problem. They can continue to enjoy low-carb, um, keto-friendly muffins like this and other low-carb breads without a problem. If that's you and you're not, you're not having an issue, then keto on, my friends. You can go ahead and continue to enjoy. But if you're having a problem, if you're having a challenge, if you're not losing weight or it stalls, that's where I give the advice in a lot of the videos and books where I say, hey, if you're having problems, first step, look at those keto snacks, those keto convenience foods, and maybe some of these low-carb treats like muffins and other breads that you might be going overboard on. So that's the advice, just to clear that up and wrap it in a little bow. Any questions about that? I hope I answered that question, but please put in the comments if you kind of get what I'm saying here. Or if you have a tip for monitoring yourself, I'd like to know. So in general, when you're cooking fast, right, that's the theme kind of of today with cooking in 30 minutes or less, the first tip I have for you, and this is just to cook fast in general, cook or bake, you want to get out your ingredients. So I always get out like a platter or a cookie sheet or something of that nature, and I start getting out all my ingredients from the cabinets. I'll even get them measured. That way when I'm ready to cook, the clock goes fast, and I'm like, boom, I can make my recipes uber fast and get to the, the good part, which is the eating, right? So that's my first tip for you. Um, another tip just in general for cooking fast, you tell us your, your cooking tips in the, for 
blah, 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 for cooking fast in the comments. But another one that I have is to cook in smaller units. And cupcakes are perfect for that. Smaller bites, smaller pieces, smaller things cook fast, and then you can get it in and out of the kitchen a little quicker. So those are a couple of tips for you. Please share your suggestions in the comments. So if, like I said, I'm gonna get out all my ingredients first. And I've got my tray here. So I'm gonna just review what I'm getting out first. That way you can get them out as well. I'm gonna put on some gloves. I've also had that feedback from folks. Stephanie, that's gross, put on gloves. I'm like, okay, I'll do what you say. I'm, I'm willing to take some feedback. That sounds good. So again, this is from No Time to Cook Cookbook. It's on page 128 in case you have the book and you wanna follow along. And while I'm at it, I should also put on an apron. So I don't want to get my nice shirt all messed up. Here we go. And I am putting on a dirty lazy keto apron that I just bought for myself. How cute is this? I know, right? It's um, thanks to YouTube, they helped create a store for us because so many people asked. And now they helped um, us organize that. So isn't that neat? I know I have links on the website and links you'll see on YouTube below videos to purchase all these fun little items. It's fun, I like little treats, little rewards. Okay, so we're gonna go through the ingredients. First thing you need is a cup and a half of shredded zucchini. Now, if you're not familiar with the zucchini, you wouldn't be the first person. It's like a green, long vegetable. <laughs> don't laugh, a lot of people don't know. And I learned this, at the end of a zucchini is that little knob Okay, I, I know when I first started cooking and trying to eat healthier, I didn't really know the difference between a zucchini and a cucumber. I'll be honest, I had no clue. And then my husband pointed out to me, who was a much healthier eater at first, before me, now I've taken over. Um, but he told me that how the skin of a zucchini is like almost paper thin. So you can like practically just scratch your fingernail on it. I know, I'm like, oh, I did not know that. So now I do. And again, it's a cup and a half of shredded zucchini. And if you don't have a shredder, this is what it looks like. <laughs> Seriously, these are things like my mom would use when I was younger and I'm like, I don't even know if I have these things as an adult. So now that I got myself healthier, losing the weight, I went to the dollar store and bought lots of fun cooking gadgets until I was able to upgrade to, you know, better quality ones, but at least I could see which ones I needed and, you know, play around with them before I invested too much money. Um, but it's very helpful, it goes fast. So don't, don't worry, I promise it goes very fast. So that's what, and zucchini is super low carb and healthy and good for you. Next up, you're gonna use three large eggs and I went ahead and cracked them for you because I'm in my office and that might be messy if I was whisking. So three large eggs. Eggs, depending on who you ask, they're either zero or one gram of net carbs per egg. I like to go with one. What do you go with? I'm curious. I go with one. You tell me what you go with. Um, also, I do a quarter cup of butter unsalted, softened. The reason I do the unsalted butter, people ask me that a lot, is because I wanna add my own salt later. And especially folks out there who are monitoring their salt intake for other health issues, this um, you know, allows you to control that a little bit better. And flavor. I'm gonna do a half teaspoon of vanilla. Hard to see in there, but I did pour it. And I use the good stuff, a half teaspoon of pure vanilla extract one quarter cup of zero gram net carb sweetener. Again, a lot of folks will ask me, what kind do you use? What kind do you use? I'm not gonna tell you. I know it's like secret, top secret. I feel like people should use the, net, the zero gram net sweetener or sugar-free sweetener that they're most comfortable with. 
there's a wide variety and they all kind of meet different needs. Some of them taste better than others. Some of them are more expensive than others. Some of them taste better in recipes that are hot versus cold, baked versus raw. I don't know. Tell me your opinion. Everyone's got a different thought process, um, but I'm not telling you about mine. It's a mystery. I know, so dramatic. <laughs> it's exciting. Okay, I get excited about food. Um, next up, we're going to do three quarters cup, and I already poured it in this bowl here because I didn't have a little bowl, um, three quarters cup of super fine blanched almond flour. Now, I buy mine um, Kirkland brand at Costco, but you can also get it online on Amazon or through your local grocery store. I recommend looking at the nutrition label because super fine almond blanched flour has got less carbs than like regular fine. And I know that sounds silly, but every gram of carb counts. Right, sister? Amen. <laughs> at least in my house it does. So I try to keep track and buy ingredients that are going to give me the best bang for my buck. I'm also going to have two tablespoons of coconut flour. Coconut flour is a little moisture, adds more moisture than um, almond flour. Now, if you're allergic to one of these ingredients, I can't help you there. You're, you know you, you know your parameters and your health issues. You've probably been baking and making adjustments your whole life. So do what makes sense for you. Um, I can only tell you what ingredients I've used to make this recipe. So I haven't tested, you know, everyone's health issues or whatever. So can't give you the, that kind of direction. Plus, I've had all this run through a nutritionist to calculate the net carbs. And if I were to swap out ingredients, that would adjust that as well. So I want to keep it strict to the recipe as it's written. Um, next up, we're going to have a half teaspoon of baking soda and a half teaspoon of baking powder. I do recommend keeping those ingredients fresh. Um, you'll notice there's an expiration date. Maybe you didn't notice but that can greatly affect the quality um, or the overall impression the way your baked goods cook. So take a look at the um, expiration date of those ingredients. It's a half teaspoon of each baking soda and a half teaspoon of baking powder. Um, we're also gonna do a little salt, quarter teaspoon. Again, if you're monitoring salt, that's up to you. Some might use a little bit more, a little bit less. Again, that's your prerogative. And then I'm going to add also an eighth teaspoon of nutmeg and a quarter teaspoon of cinnamon. I put them both in the same bowl here. But for purposes of recipe and uh, measuring, a quarter teaspoon cinnamon, an eighth teaspoon of nutmeg. Oh, it smells so good. <laughs> I love, I love, it reminds me of fall. I'll just stop there and just smell that all day. Yummy. And then also another ingredient we're going to be needing for this recipe is we're going to use some Pam cooking spray and also a quarter cup chopped walnuts quarter cup of chopped walnuts. And if you don't like walnuts, fine, swap out something else. But just don't call me up and ask me for all the information because this is how I, how I did it. But give it a try. Be crazy and, and risky. So on a side note, if you like these kind of cooking videos where I'm getting out ingredients and teaching you how to make stuff, I do want to let you know at the end of this recipe, at the end of our video today, I'm going to link up another cooking, like live demonstration cooking video. And the thumbnail on the little square is going to say easy keto snacks in big letters. And you'll see me. And then there's like a little picture of a camera. So you can click on that. And it shows me doing a live demonstration, making a keto breakfast recipes, and also some low carb snack recipes from one of the cookbooks. And I show you all how to do it. And it's fun. So I'll click on that for you next. Okay, you ready? I know we're still talking about 
directions and ingredients. But seriously, when you get it all out like this, things go faster. So step one, now we're ready to take action. Step one, you need to preheat your oven to 350 degrees, 350 degrees. You're gonna get out your muffin tins and we're gonna be making 12. Um, and you're gonna grease this or do whatever it is you like to do when you're making muffins. I tend to use Pam cooking spray because it's dirty keto and I don't care if it's got chemicals. I just go and I'm good to go. But if you don't like Pam, you want to do something else, that's fine too. A lot of folks find more success using silicone um, baking trays or muffin tins. I love them because you can kind of squeeze them like ice cubes and pop your stuff out and they do clean a lot easier. You can tell this one's brand new for camera from the 99 cent store. Um, but once you use them a while, you can tell that they get a little crusty and funky sometimes. But the silicone, I think, are easier to clean. And of course, you can do these cute little, uh, what do you call these, gromlets or tinfoil cups, whatever it is that generally works best for you. Sometimes I'll use them all, all of those methods, just to make sure they come out perfect. So that's step one. Step two is I recommend you get some cheesecloth when you are preparing the moisture out of your zucchini. So I talked to you earlier about your one and a half cups of zucchini. Now, do you have cheesecloth at home? Raise your hand if you do. Give me a thumbs up. No? You're like, what the heck is cheesecloth? <laughs> I actually did get this at the dollar store, a whole bunch of it. And if you don't have cheesecloth, that's fine. You can actually use a dish towel that's clean. You could use your hands and just push through a colander. What else could you do? A towel, we've said that, uh, paper towels. Basically all you're trying to do is put your material, put your zucchini that's shredded, you wanna put it into some kind of a cloth arrangement and then just squeeze out the moisture. Squeeze the most that you can. If you've ever made like a cauliflower pizza crust recipe, which I have plenty of in the cookbooks, you'll know that this is something you use often. And it's so cheap, it comes a whole bunch of it and you can just break off a piece. And then when you're done, you can throw it away. That's what I do. I know, that's so blasphemous. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> okay, so that's check, check. Step one, check. Are you done with that one? Good job. Step two was to get the moisture out of the zucchini, check, ding. We've done step one and two. We're moving, we're dancing. <laughs> Come on, we're having fun. We're trying to anyway. Um, step three, we want to get out a medium-sized bowl, all right, medium-sized bowl, and we're going to add some of these wet ingredients like first the eggs, okay, and I'm going to pour them in. Remember, how many eggs? Do you remember? That's correct. It was three. So we're going to pour the three beaten eggs in there, all right. Next up, we're going to add the softened butter, okay. And next up, we're going to add the vanilla. And last but not least, I'm gonna move my stuff aside here. Last but not least, we're gonna move, um, add in the sugar-free sweetener, okay? That's it, ta-da! So easy. You're cooking, you're baking. Not about you, when I was a kid, I would come home from school. This is when I was heavier, of course. Um, I would come home from school as a young person and my idea of an after-school after snack, I did this a lot, is to make cakes and make muffins from like the Jiffy Mix. Do you remember those? 
the Jiffy Mix, the Cake Mixes, the Duncan Hines. I would make those like, oh, I'm going to make these for my family. I'm going to make these for blah, blah, blah. You know, I'd tell myself that. And then what did I do? I would eat the whole batter. Never made it to the oven. And then I'd feel guilty and embarrassed and ashamed of myself and then hide all the evidence. Anyone else have a story like that? <laughs> I know. So for me, learning how to make low-carb, keto-friendly muffins like these and other deliciousness, other desserts or baked goods or things that kind of remind me of that, sometimes, you know, it can be very comforting. It makes me feel like I'm not missing out, even though I'm losing weight. So that way I'm not rebelling. I don't get angry or resentful about my keto lifestyle because I can still have these things. Does that make sense? I feel like it's a loophole where, you know, I was told as a kid, you can't have those. If you want to lose weight, you got to cut out all that stuff. You can't have it. You can't have it. Well, yes, I can. I just need to do it in a different way. I need to use ingredients that are higher in fat, maybe higher in protein, um, higher in fiber, and also lower in carb. I need to get rid of the white sugars, get rid of the white flours, and find ingredients that still taste good, like sugar-free sweetener or sugar-free chocolate chips or you know things of that nature, and use those ingredients to put together a recipe. For me, that's been the difference. That's been the key to my success. Do I eat these every day? No, I don't. Can you? If it doesn't bother your weight loss and it doesn't make you, make you go overboard, then why not? I, there was a lady the other day that on a YouTube video, she wrote, Stephanie. It was like she was whispering. She's like, I have a piece of your, your um, sugar-free cheesecake every night after dinner. And then she wrote, is that okay? <laughs> it was the cutest thing I'd ever read. It was like she was whispering. She was like, is that okay? And I'm like, yes, it's okay. And it wasn't bothering her weight loss. She was still losing weight. She was still, you know, felt in control, felt good about her choices, was able to have a piece and write it down, keep track of her net carbs. I'm like, you go, girl. This is the secret right there. She's unlocked it. If it doesn't bother your weight loss and you can enjoy it without triggering old, weird, you know, crazy behaviors, then that's part of the beauty of Dirty Lazy Keto. You know, I feel like I just went on a little bit of a tangent. But meanwhile, I was mixing my ingredients here. All right. So next up, I think if I was in my kitchen, I'd probably use my like blender, like brrr, to blend it a little better. But we're in my office, so we're going to do the best we can. Um, step four, we're going to get out a second bowl and we're going to combine the dry ingredients, all the dry ingredients, except, except for the nuts. Those are on deck and except uh, the zucchini. That's not dry, but just in case, keep the nuts and zucchini out for now. Um, so we're going to combine our dry ingredients in a second bowl, which will include almond flour, coconut flour, salt, baking soda, and baking powder. You still tracking? You didn't lose you? Okay. And we're going to add um, our cinnamon and nut, nutmeg, our spices, and then... Just mix those up really well. And you'll notice in most recipes have you mixed your wet ingredients separately from your dry ingredients. Have you ever not done that and then suffered the consequences? I know. It's like one of those steps that you don't think is important until you don't do it. And then you get like a big glob of uh, like baking powder in your mouth. 
right? It like doesn't blend well. So it's best to, to mix your dry ingredients separate. That way you can ensure that things mix properly. Because you want your recipe to turn out, right? You want to have some deliciousness to look forward to. You don't want to end up with something all messed up. That would be sad. All right. So that's that. I've stirred my wet ingredients. I've stirred my dry ingredients. Now we're going to move on to step five, which is to combine our wet and dry ingredients. Now we still haven't added our zucchini. We still haven't added the nuts, but I am going to add my dry ingredients to the wet bowl. I'll pour that in and then give that a nice good stir. It's going to create a dough-like consistency. Is anyone making this with me? That would be fun. I want to be able to share all this awesomeness with you. So you can see here, it's quickly becoming a dough-like consistency. Um, thicker than a cake batter. And kind of like a wet, sticky cookie dough, to be honest. I know, don't talk about cookie dough, Stephanie. <laughs> That'll make us all go down the wrong path. Yes, these are healthy, low-carb, keto-friendly muffins with some vegetables hiding in there. Who knew? And they taste amazing. One gram of nut carb. It's going to make 12 muffins, right? So I'm still stirring. I want it to be very well combined. And once I feel accomplished and I'm proud of my mixture, it's well blended. The very last step, that's when I fold in my zucchini and my nuts. So it was a one and a half cups shredded zucchini that I carefully pulled out all the moisture using some kind of apparatus. And zucchini is really cheap um, right now in the grocery store. This is, and it's a fun way to get some vegetables in. If you're kind of struggling with that, is anyone struggling with vegetables? Anyone? How fun is this? You can have a muffin while eating a vegetable. I like the sound of that. And then at the very last step, we're going to add in our crushed nuts, our walnuts. Now, you wouldn't want this part to be done in a blender. You want to just fold them gently. That way it doesn't get all mushy and weird. That's a technical kitchen term. <laughs> Come on, have some fun. But just fold this in nicely and gently using like a rubber spatula. Okay. Da 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 da. How are we doing? It's going to look something along the lines of this. I know. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit for you now and tell you to get out your scooper. Now, if you have one of these gadgets, I highly recommend it. It's like a mini melon baller maybe, or an ice cream scooper. I think it works really well when you're filling up your muffin tins. And I just use this to scoop equal amounts into each of my uh, greased muffin tins, however you choose to do it. And you divide that up into all 12, right? So it's equal amounts. Put it in the oven and then it's almost time to eat. <laughs> So remember, we put it in the oven. It was at 350 degrees, and we were going to bake it for 23 to 25 minutes until it's firm. And you want to just take like a toothpick and push it in there, pull it out, or like a clean knife, and make sure it comes out clean. That's how you know the inner, inner sides are, are perfectly fabulous and ready to eat. And you can also push your finger on it and have it spring up. I know, right? Isn't this exciting? Now, are you ready to see the final product? dun da da dun by the magic of television. So 23 to 25 minutes later, you can expect to see your keto-friendly muffins. These are the Zoom Zoom zucchini breads that I made. One gram of net carbs here, 
and they're all finished. And I want to tell you about them because they're so yummy. They smell so good. Remember all that cinnamon and nutmeg? It smells yummy. And the bread is super springy and moist because of the zucchini. And it looks just like a, um, a, a muffin. It's not the giant Costco size, but it doesn't need to be. I think it tastes just delicious. A lot of flavor. And you could smear a little cream cheese, full fat, of course, or even butter on this if you wanted to and have it with a cup of coffee, have it with your breakfast. Um, you could freeze one of these and try to you know, spread it out for longer. Microwave it later. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> so good. Now, for sure, I'm going to be putting some of these in the freezer. Because every time I walk by, you're like, Stephanie, how many are on that plate? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh-oh. It's supposed to make 12, right? I did share with my family. I did have one this morning. Just to make sure, right? Before our show began. Um... And it's fabulous. And I don't feel guilty, right? I feel happy and satisfied. And I want you to be too. I think the big lesson here, folks, um, when it comes to dirty, lazy keto, is that you can lose weight. You can lose weight and still enjoy deliciousness. You know, some of these favorites, like I talked about with the comfort food, like muffins, you can still enjoy some of these comfort food favorites, these familiar recipes that you're used to, that you love. You just have to learn to do it in a low-carb sugar-free way. And I can help you with that. I've got plenty of recipes right now. There's four cookbooks out to date. So that's 100 in each, 400 different recipes. And every cookbook covers breakfast, main meals, sides and snacks, um, drinks and desserts, breads and pizza, soups and salads. It's all there. And every recipe has 10 grams or less net carbs per serving. Um, and there's no repeats in any of the cookbooks. And all of them are available on Amazon or from your local library. Don't be calling me up complaining. Oh, Stephanie, you just want me to buy a book. No, you can go to your library. A lot of people will tell me, I've checked out your books in the library like 20 times, and now the lady's yelling at me, the librarian, and I crack up. You do you. I want to he be here to help you. I want to help support you on your journey. I want to give you a huge round of applause for taking the time to learn about this fun, keto-friendly recipe this delicious muffin. And I want to give you a huge round of applause for being you, for fighting the good fight and keeping up the good work. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help. I know you can do it. Yay. Give yourself a pat on the back. Emoji, emoji, clapping, clapping, clapping. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, Keto Superstars.